What up, everybody? Beacon here. Welcome you into Quest for 100, Episode 9. This was a live recording that we did on Twitch. So here, Big Papa Matt and I uh, having conversations with people on Twitch. We also have friend of the show, Nick from Nerd Mosh Pit, joining us to discuss our tier system, as well as some of our favorite movies and where those rank. Um, and then we finished off the episode talking about the Ghostbusters, the uh, first one, second one, and the all-female remake um, and where we rank those movies as well. So we thank you for the likes, the comments, the subscribing to the podcast. Thank you for those five-star reviews. We appreciate all the love and support, and we hope that you enjoy the episode. I'm going on an adventure! You may quest the way you like. I will quest the way I like. What is your quest? This is the first stop on your first quest. We shall go together. What kind of a quest? Ancient seer who helps many on their quest. If it's for the quest, we will do what needs to be done. It will be my quest. For the quest. Your quest. Let us quest! This quest sucks. We're gonna quest around. Ah, Watch a hundred movies and break them down. My Karate <laughs> Kid intro, yeah. Nah, yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Not very terrible. good. Very good. All right. <clears throat> it's not terrible. Yeah, we're live on, on Twitch. Yeah. Oh, I see Zora up in the chat Respect. room already. Look at IC. He was waiting for us. Hanging Stop. out. No one, want, no one where the good show's at. All right. Well, I guess we'll kick this off. What up, everybody? Beacon here from Mouse Corp. Inviting you in to the normal. If you came here from Mousecast Live, you came to the right place. However, you get a special treat tonight because we are going to give you an episode, a live episode of the Quest for 100. Uh, so I'll introduce who's here and then we'll talk about what we're going to do tonight. So with me, as always, the one, the only, the epic beard himself, the Big Papa Matt. Uh, yo, 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 yo. How are you doing, B? My brother from another mother. How's, how's life, bro? Good, man. Can't complain. I saw some movies, so I'm back on track. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of you for that. You're still working on it. I mean, we're getting there eventually, so that's all that matters. <laughs> One way or another, we're getting to a hundred. Believe it's gonna happen. Absolutely. I have, I have faith in you too. Yeah, and that wonderful voice—you saw him a couple weeks ago with the Nerd Mosh Pit takeover. Nick, say hello, Nick. Howdy, y'all. From Texas. From Texas, <laughs> oh, man, you had howdy say, from Texas. Only someone from Texas would say howdy from Texas. <laughs> I don't even think you need. Uh, to hey, I'm, I'm the odd one out. Could have guessed. Everybody else is from Cali. I'm the only Texas boy. <laughs> no, no, no. We, we're representing red states with Idaho over there. Yeah, yeah. The reddest in the yeah. Anyway, uh, that's not what we're here to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about movies. Um, so if you've never. If you've never had the pleasure of questing with the Big Papa Matt and I, I'll tell you what it's about real quick. Uh, we are on a quest to watch 100 movies in the theater this year, 2018. Um, I'm currently sitting at 48. I think Matt's somewhere around 40-ish. Um, we need to be at about 50 movies at the end of June. So I think we're going to make it. Summer just hit, so we got a lot of movies that dropped. It's going to be a lot of marathoning over this like next two weekends for me to get there. Or yeah, It's going to be rough, but I'm going to do my best. So usually we jump on and we talk about what movies we've seen. Um, we started a rating scale. Uh, so what we're going to do tonight is we'll go over our rating scale with you. Just so you have an idea of when we talk about what a tier one movie is, what a tier two movie is. You guys have an idea. We want to hear from you in the chat room. 
as we talk about different movies, you give us movies that you think fall into those categories. So even if it's an old movie, one of your favorites from 30 years ago, you can call it out and say, you know what, this is a this is a tier one all day, every day. Um, so we'll go over movie ratings. Uh, then we'll talk about some of the movies that we've watched recently. Uh, then we have a special tonight. We're going to talk about all three Ghostbusters movies. So Ghostbusters 1, 2, and then the all-female cast remake. We're going to talk about those and rate those along with uh, our wonderful, wonderful Twitch uh, chat family that's going on right now, which is it is popping already. Um, and then we'll wrap up with talking about some upcoming summer movies and what we're anticipating. Does that sound good, Nick? You on? Sounds that? great. All right. I'm <laughs> on. Matt? I'm in. And we're doing Ghostbusters talk tonight so that we can try to avoid Nick Cage. Oh, wait, too late. We already did. Uh-oh. <laughs> you know what would have made the all-female cast Ghostbusters better? More Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Yeah. I, I admit. I admit. It would have made it better. He uh, makes everything better. <laughs> he, he's, like, he's like adding salt <laughs> into a dish. It makes it better, no matter what it is. Just a little good. Add, drop a little seasoning. Some little Nick Cage seasoning in there. He's the bacon little, to your eggs. little expired meme action there. <laughs> <laughs> so, Matt, why don't you uh, kick it off with, let's go through that tiers, the tiers, uh, make sure Nick, Nick, did you get a chance to listen to our last episode? No, I have not listened okay. to the last episode yet. Good. Then we're going to educate you on uh, how the Big Papa Matt and I rate movies on the quest for Edumicate away. Go ahead, and Matt. Absolutely. And Red Meepaw also with the good shout out there. More Chris Hemsworth uh, would have helped also make that Ghostbusters better, which I do not agree, uh, disagree with at all because he was fantastic too. 100% agree with that. We'll talk yes. about that. Um, so our tiered system. So how we kind of rank movies, uh, Beacon and I, we are definitely nowhere near like movie experts or do we consider ourselves critics? But what we want to kind of do is put movies, you know, we, we generally gush about a lot of films. Or we, you know, talk a little sour about them. So we, we try to put them in a little bit of a tiered system. So our first tier is like legendary tier. Like nothing gets in that level. Like there is, it is so few and far between of anything that ever hits that top level one tier. Tier two is going to be like your great movies, your all-time greats. The ones that like come on TV, you can't help but watch them. You got to sit down you, wherever they're at. You know, your Shawshank Redemptions, things like that. That you just can't stop watching them. They're turned on. Yeah. Um, your tier three is kind of your general bucket. Like this is where a lot of the movies that we watch that we really enjoy go into. These are great films. You should definitely go see in the theater and are always going to be worth a good watch and worth your time. Tier two are going to be those films where they're definitely going to be worth a, or tier four. I'm sorry, tier four. They're going to be worth your time to watch, but the thing with tier four movies is that there's nothing you need to go and rush and see. Uh, they're definitely going to probably be for some, uh, you know, maybe some different kind of niche groups or something like that, but not something that's maybe for everybody or that everybody's going to enjoy. And then our tier five, those are just going to be movies that we are not going to be able to recommend. They're definitely for somebody. They're definitely going to have an audience somewhere out in the world, but nothing that uh, our show that we want to recommend to you um, in our hopes that you're going to, you know, enjoy what we recommend to you and those tier five films are not going to do it so shout out to super hoovian and sy barefoot joining in and jack dropping more amazing knowledge on us about wrestling big boris the bear and other things like that so good on you man uh shout out to sy barefoot too who could not unfortunately uh make it on with us tonight we're missing you but uh glad you could jump in the chat with us absolutely wonderful to have you and like I said, 
you know, you make uh, you make everything better. So I love me some nerd mosh pit. I love me some some Nick, Kenny, and Matt. There you go, Kenny. Yeah. We miss you already. We miss you already. It's this, you know, it's a little less sweet. <laughs> well, he said Boris too, is and that just kind of made me think of first. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the tier system. Uh, so in the chat, if you have some movies that you're like, oh, I know a tier one movie for sure, throw it out to us. Give us some ideas of movies that you've seen maybe this year or that you just are some of your all-time favorites and where you think they rank on that scale. Tier one, all-time great movies, classics. Tier two, great, great films, must-sees. Tier three, good, not great. Tier four, just okay movies. And then that tier five, can't really recommend. So... Make sure you throw those out. Let's talk what we've seen this last week. I know Matt has seen a bunch of movies this week. Um, I think you you actually saw more movies than I did in this last seven days since we last recorded. Uh, but I'm interested. Nick, have you seen anything recently? The most recent movie I saw was Today. Oh, nice. On HBO. All right. Well, what did you see on HBO? I watched Fahrenheit 451. Oh, Bro, I'm halfway through it. I got halfway through and it was like 1 and 30 in the morning. I was about to fall asleep and I was like, I got I to gotta stop and come back to it. Uh, but I'm interested in how, what you think of Fahrenheit 451. I know Matt's seen it. I'll, I love to get his take on it and I'll give my take on what I think so far in the first half. All right. So my take is I absolutely love that Michael Shannon and Michael B. Jordan are the stars in the movie. That is the high point. Other than that, it strays away a lot from the book. Um, I, I wish some of this uh, literature in the book, especially towards the end, was portrayed in this movie, and it wasn't. It was entertaining, but by no means was it tier one. And, and I wouldn't say it's tier two either. I would say it falls more in line with tier three. Yeah. But that's honestly, um, that's where most movies fall. You know, that's not a bad place it, to be. Tier three is a good place. Absolutely. It. I, I did go in there probably with a little bit higher expectations because I enjoyed the book so much. Mm -hmm. um, and that might be a reason why I might be partially biased to the fact that I did not enjoy it as much as I thought I would. But overall, having Michael Shannon in there and also Michael B. Jordan, yeah, uh, Jordan, was a saving grace of the film because without those two in there, it wouldn't have been the same. What did you think, Matt? Fahrenheit 451. Yeah, Fahrenheit 451 for me, I liked some of the updates they gave us as far as turning into some social media aspects and, and kind of showing what kind of freedoms we give up for some of the things that we participate in with social media and some of the access we get to having the internet at the tips of our fingers, you know, and I like that they kind of updated some of that story to make it a little bit more relatable for the newer generations. Um, the book was fantastic. I love the book Fahrenheit 451. Uh, definitely one of those the first books where I was kind of you know, this is something bigger than just the story being told. Um, the movie didn't quite hit those heights. We were lucky to have such amazing actors and actresses in the film. But other than that, it, it was kind of a, a soggy bottom of a movie. Uh, tier three right there as, as it should be. So, 
Um, so I'm, like I said, I'm halfway through. Um, I, I just actually re-listened to the book audiobook uh, probably like three weeks ago. So it's, it, the story is super fresh in my mind and they definitely take a different kind of path on the characters from the story. What I did love about it is I love, I thought they caught the essence of the world of the universe that Bradbury creates in, in the, the book Fahrenheit 451. It felt like they, they caught the essence of that place in the future that holds this story. Um, aside from that, I, I'm not quite sure what I think about the characters yet. Cause I'm just not far enough to where I've kind of, the story hasn't turned yet. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to give away, especially if someone hasn't seen it, the story hasn't kind of taken that, that next turn in the story. So I'm still in the developing of, of, what's going on with Michael B. Jordan's character and, and Michael Shannon's character. So I'm interested to see how, how the rest of the story plays out. I'll probably get to it actually tonight. Um, Cause I'm, I'm not interested in finishing it up, but that's an example folks in the chat room. And I got, there's a lot of stuff going on in the chat that we'll, we'll catch yeah, up. Yeah, We've got, we've got tier one. Let's see out there. Uh, Ian is dropping some like crazy left podcast called god awful movies so uh there are some <laughs> wonderful wonderful they're actually wondering why we don't have like a drop dead bottom tier of oh something that is that's a good question awful, awful right so um I, I would sucks. like to take that over if you don't mind yeah so for us man we, we really want to make sure that you know we're we're being a little bit more positive you know like we said we're not movie critics you know we we, we don't know some of the and films and things like that that really kind of get into that minutia of what a lot of film critics do. And for us, we, we really do feel there is a, a movie for every person out there. Every movie is made for somebody. And, you know, we, we can't everybody's opinion. So this is a little bit more of a generalization ranking for us. Um, if you guys want to throw something in the bottom cellar dwellers, feel free to do it. You're more than welcome to. We will gladly shout those out for you. Uh, it, it sounds like you guys are having way too much fun uh, taking shots at Twilight and uh, <laughs> Blood Freak from Icy Zorro. So. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and that's kind of the, the thought behind why we even started Quest for 100 is we, Matt and I genuinely love film. We love the film industry, love watching movies, but even more than that, we love like actually the experience of going to the movie theater and, and watching a movie in the theater. Um, so this is kind of out of a heart of wanting to support the movie industry and, and specifically watching movies in the theater. Um, so that's kind of where that came from. And I think um, I can speak for myself, but having watched so many movies, 48 movies now, so far this year in theater, um, you, you start to really appreciate even the, even the worst movies that we've seen this year. We've seen some bad ones. Um, Have we ever? Holy goodness. You, um, you, you begin though, to take a different level of appreciation for the craft that's actually still happening. So, um, we've talked about some movies that we didn't love that were our tier four or tier four, tier five. Like an example would be like ice age. Not Ice Age. Uh, sorry, Ice Age is a great movie, actually. Uh, <laughs> early Man. Early Man. I'm sorry. Early Man. Um, not the greatest movie, but it had some some amazing redeeming parts to it, um, including the animation style. Um, some of the story elements were really good. Um, and uh, actually, a lot of the voice acting um, was, was spot on. But 
it's not something that we would recommend to go out and necessarily spend time on. Maybe wait till it comes out on, on HBO or go red box it when it comes out. Um, so it's still a movie we would say definitely watch it, especially if you're into really good animation. Um, but it's kind of like trying to find the redeeming qualities in every movie because there's a reason that that movie was made. And there was a lot of time, effort and, and sweat and blood that went into making that film. And so we, we don't want to like torch on that, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And we're actually we have one of our first tier ones. Uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey was Pride Inns, which I, I kind of I'm, I'm there with you, um, Pride Inn. But also, a brother where art thou is oh, getting yes. shouted out right now as a tier one. Very, very great film. I think it's a phenomenal film, and I think it's just quirky enough to to sneak its way into that tier as a legendary film. I, so I agree because I'll be I'll be walking like through my house, and somebody will have it on on a TV, and I'll hear one of the songs, and I'll be like, oh. <laughs> Soggy I'll, like, run in and sit down and watch it. <laughs> great, great soundtrack. Absolutely. Yeah, amazing soundtrack and amazing acting. Great story. story that's, that's an all around killer movie. Yeah. That, I love I loved the, uh, that kind of new age take on the Odyssey. I mean, it was just absolutely phenomenal. Oh brother. Where mm-hmm. that? It was killer. Uh, we also had see, some people are wanting to ask where snakes on a plane falls and empire strikes back as also a tier one, which uh, Jack, you know, a good place in our heart is always bringing up empire. So I, I'll have to agree with you on that. Star Wars. I would, I would also put new hope um, rogue one. Those, those three star Wars movies to me are all tier ones. Uh, the rest are probably going to fall into a tier two category. Rogue uh, same, one same get here. I agree with you. For me. Rogue one would be the only other one I'd get up in there. A new, new hope would would have to fall into two, unfortunately. Like a high two, a high it's two, super high two, super high two. Maybe yeah, maybe. it would have to be a high two. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And on you know what? On a, maybe another day when you catch me with a couple of drinks in me, I'll put it back into a tier one. But. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. But this is where our Star Wars bias kicks in. So absolutely, a little me, bit. A little new bit, hope absolutely. is tier one. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Not gonna lie. We can all agree that episode one is easily a tier four or tier five. Yeah. Which yeah. Uh, new episode hope? One. No, episode, oh, episode one. one. Episode I mean, one. The Phantom I was about Menace. To say, I'm like, hold on, I have to put my argument pants on because okay, but yes, episode one, Phantom Menace. Uh, I'm gonna go tier four just because the pod racing. That's the okay. only reason it gets tier four. Right. And and the and the lightsaber battle at the end, I thought was pretty cool with Darth Maul and Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah, you know, anytime we get to see Obi Wan, Qui Gon throwing down some lightsaber, Darth Maul mm-hmm. made that gets me into a tier four. So. All right, all right, true, true story. I'm good yep. with that. Yeah, Shawshank. I see. I I want to agree with you in the tier one. I really yeah, do. Tier it's, one. Yeah, I, uh, man, it's. It's so amazing. I, I don't want to comment on Shawshank right now. I could probably put it in a tier one. It probably deserves <laughs> a tier one, just like has anybody brought up like the Godfather? His way out of there. Oh, the Godfather? Yeah. Godfather. Someone brought up the Godfather. That's definitely tier one. I, I, I couldn't put one tier two for sure. It's tier. It's tier two for me. Like solid, solid tier two, yeah. solid tier two. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Jack, oh man, dropping Rogue One down to a tier three. I- I'll give you that, dude. I'll give you or tier two. Oh, okay, he he corrected himself. Okay, too. I saw that. Right. Okay, good. Yeah. good, good. I'll, I'll do. I- I'm into that. I'm into but, that, Jack. But that's good. This is a good conversation to have because tier one should not be an easy like slam dunk. Absolutely, oh, oh, that's a tier one. Yeah, no about it. it. I mean, it's an exclusive category. We were talking last episode. Um, Nick, and what we were saying is kind of like your tier one movies are, are probably only like maybe 3% of 
or less of the actual movies that you've seen. I mean, it's, it is an exclusive club, but on the same note, tier five movies are, are equally, there's only maybe like 5% of movies that are going to be that bad, you know, that yeah. unlikable. Most movies are going to fall into a tier three. Yeah. Like 10% right. you, you know, and anything that we can really find some great redeemable features of something, something really fun in there is it's got to get pulled out of the tier five and get into those tier fours. So um, like, like B said, those, those bottom tier, that top tier, those are, those are really, really elite clubs. And just because you're a classic and you're something amazing doesn't mean you get an automatic entry into this world. We, we're, uh, we're going to hold those gates strong to make sure it's just not a welcome party for everybody. So, so, oh. Let's talk about what we've seen. We'll we'll just go through this list real quick and rate them, and then we'll get into some uh, talk about some Ghostbusters and kind of continue this dialogue of where do movies rank. So, in the chat room, get ready for some Ghostbusters talk. Um, but in the meantime, we're going to talk very quickly about some movies that we've seen recently. Uh, so, since we last talked, I've seen uh, we've both seen Action Point. We both watched Hotel Artemis. Um, I watched Superfly, Adrift, and this morning I caught Ocean's 8. Nice. Yes, so Hotel Artemis um, also got to see, uh, like talked about uh, Action Point, but I also watched Tag and Incredibles 2 uh, as well. So and then you got to see both of them. And Upgrade. Upgrade was, yeah, Upgrade. I want to talk about Upgrade. I want to talk about Hotel Artemis. Um, action point. I'm gonna I'm gonna immediately throw that in a tier four area. Uh, <laughs> it it was one good nut shot away from a tier five, uh, but other than that, uh, I have nothing really redeemable to say about action point. Unfortunately, no, refresh my memory. Which one is action point? Action point is Johnny Knoxville's new flick with the uh, with the theme park. Oh, uh, yeah, the theme park. gotcha. Um, uh, and it and it is exactly what you um expect it to be. So that's where I went into it with pretty low expectations. I'm like, it's it's going to be jackass at a theme park, and that's pretty much what you got um, with no, very minimal. That's the problem, though. You didn't. You didn't get that. You got, you got you got 20 minutes of that in an hour 35 film, and I, I wanted jackass in a theme park. I wanted okay. to see Johnny Knoxville let loose in, in a crap theme park, and I did not get that. So uh, honestly, no. I want to hear if you think this too, because did you stay to the very not the very end, but just as the credits started rolling, it showed a couple extra scenes. Yeah, absolutely. The, I thought those scenes were like the funniest part absolutely. of the movie. They were way better. I'm not, and I don't know why watching They're Johnny Knoxville get rip-rip. absolutely knocked out cold for 20 minutes is funnier than anything that happened in the <laughs> film. So, um, yeah, I, I wish Action Point was better. I really do. And and yeah, no, I love. Oh, we have to talk about this real fast before we go on for the new stuff. Yeah, but Rocky Horror Picture Show. Where would you throw that be, Nick? For me, for me, it's a two. It's a two. Okay. I mean, it's it's low. So- it's a low two. Low two. All right, we're 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 in the same boat though. I, I appreciate you guys for making me feel good about that one. So yeah, it's not a one for me, but that but it's that's a for me. Um, I can absolutely totally understand why some people might put that as a tier one for them, like absolutely hundred percent. And I wouldn't. And I wouldn't really like care to argue with them about it so yeah. and i think i see brought up a great point loves the loves rocky horror picture show but not something he'd watch all the time and right. i think that's a great reason yeah 100 percent. it's a good yeah yeah that's exactly my true. thoughts exactly oh yeah so um 
Yes, Pryden, we'll talk. I'm going to talk a little bit about Incredibles 2 as well for you there in the chat, dude. But uh, upgrade. So real fast. Yes. Upgrade. I want to hear your your opinion of upgrade. So upgrade for me was something I really liked the world that we were placed in with upgrade. The the biggest things that kind of hurt upgrade were were some of the jumps that we had in that film. Um, I'm not going to give away too much. Unfortunately, one of our messed 5150, as you all know him as our soon to be, hopefully X. No, I'm just kidding. He'll <laughs> always be the host of this show. He's um, been hard whipped. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to talk about that guy. We shouldn't even mention his name. Let's get <laughs> um, but one of the things was for mess. He kind of talked about the, the ending. He, he mentioned something that goes on in the ending. I'm not going to say that. I'm not even going to say the word towards the ending. Mm-hmm. But what I really, really enjoyed about that film is it kind of took us to a new place. It took us to something a little different. Mm-hmm. And I really, really enjoyed the acting, even though I recognize maybe one face in that whole film. Right. So I do recommend it. I do think it's a great film. It's not anything amazing over the top, but super solid tier three. Highly yeah. recommend people going. If you can find Upgrade in the theater, I do recommend going and watching that. Yes, completely 100% behind that uh, that take on it. I think that was mine last week as well. It is a solid, solid three. Oh. And I'm going to say something because I think it will be a good segue to talking about the next film. Um, I thought I thought it what would have helped Upgrade is just a little bit more time. A little bit more time. It, it's an hour, I want to say it was an hour and 45 minute movie. Oh, hour 40. And here's hour the thing. 40. Normally, I, I one of my reviews, usually a lot of the times, like it was about 20 minutes too long. Mm-hmm. Upgrade, I needed 20 more minutes. Yes. And I, yeah, I'll agree with you 100% on that. Absolutely. And, I 100% agree. And I'll say, I'll, I'll start my next review by saying I thought the same thing of the next movie we're going to talk about. Yeah, Hotel Artemis. Yeah, for sure. I would have loved to have been in that world a little more. And what was really cool with Hotel Artemis, and I told you this one, B, but what I really liked about Hotel Artemis was it reminded me of being in that same kind of uber technology, very criminal-oriented, like, escape from New York type world. Mm -hmm. I loved the world we got placed in with Hotel Artemis. I wish we had a little bit better character development. And that was a movie... If 20 more minutes of, of falling around Jodie Foster, falling around Batista, falling around even Jeff Goldblum, who's in the film, would have made that such a better film. Uh, but I really liked the characters. I thought um, Sterling K. Brown, I yes. mean, the guy Brilliant. is just phenomenal. Like, he just cannot be stopped. I, I, he's no. one of those guys right now that's on one of those rocket ships that just is not stopping. Yep. And he made this movie better just by being in the presence of that film. Unfortunately, one of the people I was most excited for to see this movie with was Zachary Quinto, and I felt he took away from the film. He really hurt the movie here at the movie's pacing, and for me, it it dropped it from what would have been, I think, a tier two to a tier three for me. Oh, don't put that all on Zachary Quinto, man. Well, not all on him. (laughs) Some of the other things I mentioned before, some more character development. That's harsh. Yeah, we definitely needed the more character development. Yeah, a lot for someone to carry there. Yeah. Uh, Jack talked, you know, he mentioned, is it the same world as John Wick? No, it's not quite that world. It's definitely much more of like a apocalyptic world. Like I said, kind of more that escape from New York type feel. Um, and that was one of the things I really wish they'd explored because you heard them talk about like, this is LA, this is Mr. LA, the wolf Lord of LA. And then at one point they talk about, this is Detroit. 
And I'm wondering if like every major city has like a crime lord that's ruling it. Yeah. You know? And I wish well, we would have been able to just dive into that world more. And you and it did kind of lead you to you knew that there's these these hotels. I'll just leave it at that. These hotels in multiple locations that are ran by other people um, for the specific purpose of taking care of bad guys, bad guys, criminals. Yeah. yeah. The club, um, you know, yeah, they're, it's a club that they pay admission to. So, a couple things I want to say about the movie. Um, one, uh, there is something going on this year with, and uh, this is a shout out to uh, our other podcast, one of our other podcasts, Malice Corp Smack Talk, uh, which is a WWE, not just WWE, but wrestling cast where they talk all about wrestling. Um, wrestlers <laughs> this year are killing it in the theaters, in my opinion. Um, the Rock. John Cena and Batista are just lighting it up, man. One hundred percent, absolutely. Um, I Batista crushes it in this. Movie, Everest, by the way. Yeah, Everest, Everest. He one of his lines. I'm not gonna like give it away, but he says a line to me that is one of my favorite lines in film this entire year. Uh, can I say it? Absolutely. I think oh, it's great. Wait, I think it's yeah. So he basically no. says like, read the name tag. It says I'm a healthcare provider. That that knowledge goes both ways, and something like. Get it, get out of here! And if if I see you back here again, I'm gonna chase you down, and I'm gonna unheal the shit out of you. And I'm gonna unheal the shit out of you. It's amazing. (laughs) I think it's what every priest in World of Warcraft or any MMO has always wanted to say to their tank: (laughs) "Is this is healthcare? I'm gonna literally, I'm making a new healer named Everest, and I'm gonna just macro the hell out of that as I'm running through dungeons." Like I will unheal the shit out of you if you don't do what I need you to do. So, yes. Uh, um, welcome for the bleeps on but, Twitch. But Jody, uh, Jody Foster killed it. Sterling Brown killed it. Absolutely. Um, I would have loved, uh, and they did a really good job with Jody Foster's character with giving us a lot of her backstory. Um, I thought that that's what we needed for um, for the brothers, for uh, Sterling and. I can't remember the actor that plays his brother, but the two brothers needed more background. Um, the female assassin needed more background on her. Yeah. And I thought, and maybe even some Wolf King background. Yeah. If we had given, given me 20, maybe even 30 more minutes and given me a solid more of a backstory on those three, honestly, that for me, that would have put it into a tier two. Just, just five, world, just five minutes for each one of those characters, yeah. like they kind of did with Sterling Brown's character at the very beginning. Just give me five minutes more. for each one of those characters at the same moment of how they got into that hotel. That mm-hmm. movie does possibly do a tier two, 100%. Yep. yep. Um, but I'm excited for what I, I think that there's going to be more. I think they're going to do more in that universe. So. I just want more in that world that because yep. I miss movies like Escape from New York. And yeah. this, I, I felt. Like I was ready for, and that was maybe my thing with Hotel Artemis is we didn't have a snake, a snake Bliskin at all. Like we did not have that character, and maybe we needed that character to come on in, smoke some cigarettes, talk some trash to a higher up, and and be that guy. But we didn't get that. So, um, yep. wow, we are getting a lot of the Matrix. We're, we're asking Johnny Depp, The Matrix. Where would we want to throw that movie? Um, I don't know. That's Edward a good question. Wow. Uh, Edward Scissorhands. Well, which movie? I went Edward Scissorhands. Oh, Edward Scissorhands, yeah. I'd go three with Edward Scissorhands. It just doesn't hold up very well anymore. I've w- tried to watch yeah. it a couple of times, and it's uh, it, it just doesn't hold up for me. I agree. Uh, it's a three. I mean, yeah. it's a, but remember, folks, threes it, are not bad. No, threes are great. Uh, yeah, these are really good movies. Edward Scissorhands was not revolutionary, like by any means. It wasn't something that you like. 
always think about when you're thinking about great movies from the past. You don't, Edward Scissorhands does not come to mind. Tier one Johnny Depp movie, Platoon, Mother Bleepers, Jack Malice. Here, ah, Platoon not, is amazing. It's yeah. a really, really great flick. May I add one? Yeah. That I think yeah. it might be Fringe, uh, Blow. Ooh. Mm. Ah, I, I don't it's know. I, I, I can't. Uh, Blow is really good with Johnny Depp. I was a big fan of it. I, it, it, it might sneak into tier two for me though. I don't, I don't know if I could get it even close to a one. Yeah, it's definitely not a one for me, but it's, a, it's, it's a two. Um, what about, what about Goodfellas? Where's Goodfellas? Mm. Oh, that's a tough Ooh. one, man. Like Goodfellas that's, is definitely one of those flicks that I watch every time it's on. If yeah, it, it's too on, good. I watch it. For me, yeah. it's a, it's a one. Like the acting, the cast of it, the story, and you know, Matt, you know, I love a true story too. You do. You know I love a movie that's based on a true story. For me, that's a one. For me, it's yeah. a one. But, but I can see where some people might be like, oh, it's a two. You know, and I would again. This would be a one where I wouldn't. I wouldn't try to argue with you over it. But for me, it's a one. Yeah, uh, man, Goodfellas. <sighs> I, I, once again, nope, I think it's one of those ones where, like, right now, I'm, I'm going to go as a it's two. It's so hard. But if you caught me with a couple of whiskeys or something in me, and I was, feeling, just, I was, I was feeling, or if the movie was on, you would probably be yeah, like, oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I would probably throw it in a one if it was on right. If it was on right behind me, and I had those characters staring at my back, looking at me like that, I'd probably I, Ray Liotta talking in the background right now would probably make me throw yeah. that into tier one. So, yeah, it's it for me. It's a very high two, uh, Goodfellas. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I see you want to man. Super is throwing out all kinds of Johnny Depp flicks. She is on a run with some Johnny so, Depp. I, I, know make who, a... I know who her high school crush was. <laughs> all of ours. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna make a segue. Grape. So you were just talking about blow. I'm just make a quick segue. Uh, yeah. Superfly. Superfly is definitely the Atlanta version of blow. Okay. No, and I, I, I probably thought it was. Um, I, I figured it was something like that. But it's a, it's a three. It's a tier three movie. Um, I, I, it's very not very often that I go to a theater and I'm the only person in the theater. And I was, it was me and my buddy, and we were the only two people. We were the first two tickets sold for the movie. And that's a tough. It's a tough week to to come out with a movie like that. It's a, you are in a tough spot to drop right in the middle of Ocean's Eight, Incredibles two. Hotel Artemis, uh, Tag, all these other movies. Like, well, it's a tough spot. Especially when you don't have that big actor in the movie right now. Like, you have a lot of great up-and-comers right now coming into the um, movie. But you don't – now, you do have the one guy from um, The Wire who is phenomenal. Yes. Um, There's lots of rappers that are in that. You don't have that big, huge name like some of these other films. And I agree with you. It's, it's kind of a, a – you know – pun intended, not intended, I should say, but it's kind of that murderer's row of films right now where you just have some big movies that have been really hyped up for a long time coming out. So it's, yeah, it's tough to crack, you know, to crack that, yeah. that especially, and it's a, it's a very niche genre. I mean, it's, yeah, um, it's about, it's about cocaine dealers. I mean, it's yeah. not, not everybody's going to enjoy that type of movie. Um, but I'm Trevor, looking forward to it. I'm actually going to probably Trevor see Jackson. It. Trevor yeah. Jackson is the, uh, like the main star. And I will tell you, like, he freaking killed it, dude. Nice. Amazing, amazing acting job. Um, and the soundtrack is is awesome as well. So nice. 
I, so, I, you know, I, I'll believe some redeeming qualities and acting if, was superb in that movie. If you got great music, you got great acting, you'll probably have a great film. So I'm looking forward to seeing it, especially after your recommendation. Um, any tier three I'm willing to check out right now, especially when you're trying to fill holes for that Quest 100. Yeah, um, sure. But once again, real fast, we are brought to you by Malscore. This is our Malscore site. All these movies we've been talking about in the chat channel. Goodfellas, Fear and Loathing, Las Vegas, uh, Platoon, anything Johnny Depp, Gary Oldman, all of these phenomenal, phenomenal films. Uh, go and check them out through our Amazon link through mouse-corp.com. Help out the site. Help give us a plug. We really appreciate it. Um, and yes, Red Meepaw tag is out. Sing Street's phenomenal too. Red Meepaw, I just saw that. I would throw Sing Street in it too immediately because I love that film. I'm a, I'm a sucker for those little Irish kids. <laughs> 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 Um, nice. 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 So, what else did I watch this week? You got my list, right? I got to yeah, think yeah. Right now. Um, did, did you say tag? Oh, yes, tag. Well, I was yeah. tag. Let's talk about yeah. tag. So, tag. So, here's the, with, here's the thing with tag is you're kind of sitting through the movie, and the whole movie you saw in the trailers already, for the most part. Right, right. Um, you've already seen it. You've already seen the movie. If you've seen the, the eight minute trailer, you've seen the movie. Uh, what's really kind of cool though, is they, they do, they do have a couple of really good moments of where Jeremy Renner is kind of breaking down what's going on and how he sees it and how he's exploiting these guys and all these different things, which, which makes it really fun. What the best part about tag though, is one, uh, shout out to super Whovian. John Hamm is not, you know, hamstringed into a character, but not pun intended with hamstring. Um, <laughs> but the last like couple of minutes of that movie actually pull out some really big heart in the film. And it does have a really awesome payoff for that movie. And what I have to say about it is it may not be the greatest journey that you've ever been on. And, you know, it is kind of goofy and it's kind of there, but man, the ending does have a really nice payoff. It is, it does kind of give you that awe, warm and fuzzies. And you definitely walk out of that film with a big smile on your face. Um, everybody does a great job in there. Hannibal Burris, I, I have to say, if we're talking about, you know, like wrestlers having a great year, Hannibal Burris is having a killer year and he crushes tag as well. I, it was freaking awesome. So, um, right. I'm going to give, I'm going to give tag, a um, not a, a top tier, tier three, but definitely a nice solid, solid three, sure. tier three movie. It, it's going to be a good time. Right. It was no game night. It was no blockers, but right. it, it's definitely, uh, you know, you're going to walk out of that theater with a big smile on your face. So uh, I definitely recommend checking it out with other people in the theater and having some laughs because there is some right. good stuff in there. Good, good deal. Um, I saw, uh, so let's see, uh, let's talk. I'll talk about the next two that I saw and then we'll kick it back to you. Um, Adrift. Um, you, I keep saying like, you know, I love me some true stories. Like you do, you do love, I love it, dude. I, I love nonfiction. Um, with that being said, this movie is freaking super depressing. <laughs> like, oh no. Holy, holy hell, dude. Um, it's, I mean, it's got some great elements to it, right? I mean, it's, it's survival. It's like the strength of the human spirit and like all these wonderful, wonderful qualities. Um, in the characters who are real people, um, which again, that's one of the reasons I love it. Um, the acting, you only really had like, you really have the two main actor, actors, actresses, actress and actor. Um, and then there was like two other side ones. So it's like, you really had those two on film the whole time. And I, I mean, I thought they, they acted the hell out of that film, man. 
Nice. Um, with that being said, though, it, it only makes a tier three for me. Um, and I don't know why. I honestly, I, I can't really explain like why. It's just one of those like gut feeling. It's a tier three, um, but it's a good tier three. I mean, it's definitely worth watching, worth seeing, especially if you're into um, catching up on true stories and things like that. Um, it is. It is sad though. It's, it's, yeah, it's a uh, it's a rough. It's a little Simon bit of a rough. Birch sad. <laughs> Simon Birch. <laughs> is it that sad? No. I don't no. think anything is that sad. No. That no. was a rough one. Okay. No. <laughs> um, all right. And then the last one, uh, I just saw this morning. I saw Ocean's 8. Um, Anne Hathaway, by the way, is amazing. Like There she, is something about her. She she is like a fine wine. And boy, yes. she's getting better with every single That's movie true. she does. Yeah. Everything, I actually like the movie Colossal she was in. Except <laughs> mm-hmm. The whole movie was awful except for her. She was really good in it. So, kind of along that same theme, I, I'm not a big fan of the Oceans franchise to begin with, so I'm going to start Neither by saying... Neither am I. Neither am I. I think those who, those who are a fan of that franchise would probably rate the movie higher because I, I think it's, a, it's probably a really good inclusion into that franchise. Um, it, I think it holds its own um, amongst the other Oceans movies. Um, again, I don't love... Oceans. So for me, it's a three, though. Um, I don't think it, it's not, it wasn't, it didn't fall into the four category for me. It had great acting in it. Um, those, those women did a fantastic job, dude. Um, I'm just not big into heist movies. So for me, it's, it's a good movie. It's worth watching. It's worth seeing. It's worth your time. You'll enjoy it. You'll have fun. You'll laugh a little bit and you'll definitely appreciate some excellent acting. Uh, I, I kind of agree with you, Beacon, as far as with the Oceans movies, and Matt as well. You said that you didn't really like him that much. I was always a bigger fan of the Italian job versus Oceans 11. Heist film's a heist film for me, man. I, I don't know. It just doesn't do a whole lot for yeah. me. And here's the weird <laughs> thing about it. I really dislike heist films, but one of my favorite Marvel films to this day is still Ant-Man. And that had a very kind of that heist moment kind of feel to it. So um, I, I don't know. I, I'm not a heist movie fan at all. And Lucky Logan was great because they had phenomenal acting in it was how I like that better than Ocean's franchise. I see. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's get to the last couple that you had, and then we'll get some Ghostbusters yeah. going on. Awesome. Uh, we got a lot of Anne least... Hathaway love, which I love seeing that from the chat channel. Pride mm-hmm. uh, Super Who, I, Red, I thank you all so much for giving I want, I want you to give me your your one-minute review of Hereditary. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And then I want you to give me your, like, three-minute review of Incredibles 2. So Hereditary, yeah, so Hereditary, here's the best part about Hereditary is everything you've seen in that trailer, if, as long as you've only seen, you haven't seen any trailers that have released after it released, every single scene from the trailers in Hereditary were from the first 15 minutes of the movie. Okay, Nothing cool. was done after some of the really, really big seminal moments of that flick. And what was really nice about Hereditary is you went in there with a very, you know, everybody knows it's this really creepy kid whose grandma dies and you know some weird things are happening around her it's creepy uh tony collette is so phenomenal in this film i cannot tell you how great she is but what really tripped me up about hereditary is it takes a move 
and you don't know what's going on, why it's happening, is it real, is it not? And damn, at the end of the film, you're just kind of sitting there looking around like, did everybody else see that? Am I, what? Was, did anybody, is no one else going to say anything? Because I'm not, I'm not going to ruin this moment because it is, it has got a really, really nice finish. Even though I wish there were some more in-depth parts, some different moments, and it, it took some turns I wasn't expecting it to take. I wish it would have maybe stick, stuck a little bit more with what I was hoping it was going to be. But a satisfying film, excellent piece, tier three for sure. Okay. Creepy moments in there. Super, super. There's, <laughs> there's not many times that a whole theater jumps at the exact same moment and you feel the ground shake when everybody lands in their seats. <laughs> but Hereditary does it at least twice. And All right. it wasn't a cheap uh, that's pretty cool. Either. It wasn't a cheap jump either. It was a, oh, oh, oh. And then just quiet for the next five minutes as we're all trying to absorb what the hell just happened. All right. Epic. Yeah. So I, I definitely recommend going to see Hereditary. Okay. I can't put it in higher levels, but it, it's it's a good movie to go watch. I was I was pushing it to the back burner. Like, I didn't think it was going to be uh, just honestly, it's, like most of the scary movies this year have not been good. It's no quiet place. It's, it's definitely and it's way better than like Winchester was. It, it definitely steps its game up from some of the scary movies that have come out this year. Okay. You know, there were some there were some bad scary flicks this year, but it, it was it was no quiet place by any means. But it was yeah. it was solid. It was solid. All right. Right on. Well, let's yeah. check it out. Much better than The Purge, by the okay. way. In, Incredibles <laughs> 2. Incredibles, Incredibles 2. So Incredibles 2. Um, man, okay, so here's the thing. So, first of all, before we lose all of our viewers, you can follow us at the Quest for Movies, Nerd Mosh Pit, at Malice Cast, at Malice Core. Check us out, check us out on Amazon because I feel like I'm gonna have a very dissenting opinion of this film. I was, n- I, I, I'm not the biggest first Incredibles movie fan, I liked it, it was good. Incredibles 2 was mediocre at best. Um, there is one moment, there's one really hilarious, adorable scene in Incredibles 2. The rest of the film, I I was kind of annoyed by it, honestly. There there was a lot of back and forth between some, it just, it didn't hit me well. I did not enjoy it much. Um, not Pixar's strongest flick that they've had. And you're a fan um, of the original, right? I, I am, but not. It's not one of my favorite Pixar films. I, you know, I liked the first one. I, th- I thought there were some really cool moments. I love that it's um, it, what it did for like superhero films and family films and things like that. I love some of the art and where it kind of took animation. And, you know, it, 15, 14 years ago now. Um, but the the Incredibles two, the sequel, it, it is less than. Uh, illustrious in my opinion. Yeah. I couldn't believe that movie came out 14 years ago. The Incredibles. Yeah, however long, however long it's been. 2000. Oh. No, it's 2004. Yeah. 2004. Yeah. yeah, there you go. So yeah. Um, you well, that's know, good because I'll go yeah. in with lower expectations and see that's I, I, yeah. I recommend everybody go in with a little bit lower expectations. Be expecting a tier three and it'll probably jump it up for you. Yeah. Um, I am. I am going to put it. Uh, I, I almost want to put it in a tier two, but it wasn't that bad. There, there were some good moments in there. Were you uh, saying you were going to put it in a tier four? Oh, tier four. Yeah, I was probably going to put it in tier four. Uh, honestly, Man, if it was um, tier two, then it was awesome. Yeah, I was. I was honestly probably going to put it in tier four, but I'm, I'm going to throw in a three just okay. because I know what those animation crews and everything did to get this film out when they got okay. it out, 
and hearing some of the the things that they got to take care of in this film were fantastic. And I love the story behind it more than I actually like the movie. Okay. Uh, I'm probably right. had the first Mr. Incredible's job as an accountant like that. I was insurance, I think is what it was. So uh, I feel for right. you, Brian. So I, I'm sure you have a special place in your heart for good old Incredibles. And I, like I said, I'm trying not to start a riot. And I'm glad to see we're still holding strong at 11 and 12 viewers. Um, you know, thank you all for not abandoning us. I was afraid we we're going to immediately plummet to two <laughs> with just be me, B, and Jack on there. So, well, uh, I think <laughs> I think we're not going to. I don't think we're going to have time necessarily to get to summer movies, which is fine because yeah. Matt and I will talk about that on next cast. Um, but I do want to spend some time talking about Ghostbusters. And I think that's a great way to kind of wrap up this evening. I think everybody, the chat room for sure is like on point with how this rating system works. So we're going to, we're going to throw out the classics now, two classics and, and a newer version, right? Ghostbusters one, Ghostbusters two, and the new Ghostbusters. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about those, and I can start if you want. I'm gonna let Nick go. Actually, I would like to hear. Yes. I'd like to hear Nick's take on this. All right, so we're starting out with Ghostbusters one. Ghostbusters one. Um, I'm gonna. All three, yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do Ghostbusters one as a high two for me. Okay. Okay. Um, it. It's not going to get tier one. And the reason why it gets a high two is because that movie came out when I was really young. And I saw that when I was really young. And I loved it. Um, I still love it when I see it come on today. It's more, it's more of a nostalgia factor. But uh, Bill Murray is one of those guys that, I mean, I pretty much like every movie that Bill Murray's in. True story. Um, I mean, and then the, the Marshmallow Puff Man. Stay Puff. Yeah, stay puff. I mean, those are classic, iconic scenes, and it it's definitely can't be a tier one. But we're talking about an iconic movie, something that was probably one of the biggest movies in all the '80s, um, the most recognizable theme song of maybe movie history. Everybody knows the Ghostbusters song for the most part, um, and that's the reason why I give it a high two. Um, Ghostbusters 2, uh, that drops into that low three category for me. Not a big um, Vigo fan. Not, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't. Vigo the, impa what, uh, the Impaler, what was it? I don't remember. Whatever. I just that, that, would be a, that would be a low three. <laughs> um, okay. And then the, uh, the most recent Ghostbusters, that would be kind of a low four. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, uh, it just, I just didn't care for it as much as the original crew. Yeah. It just wasn't as just the other two. I mean, especially the first Ghostbusters was more on point with their delivery as far as the jokes um, and just the storyline in general is just much better, much more solid. Um, it's just that the the most recent one. I mean, that's to me that's the worst one of the three. Mm. Still entertaining. Yeah. Um, it's, it's by far not a movie that I watched and was like, oh my God, I immediately regret my decision that I watched that movie. Entertaining, but low four. Okay. Uh, we are getting a lot of different opinions on Ghostbusters in the chat room right now. Yeah. We've got tier one for the ghost, but the first film, we've got everything from tier one to tier three. Um, and everything from tier four to tier six for the newest one. So, 
uh, looking forward to seeing what you think, B. Um, so, so last time we talked, I had not seen the new one. Oh, what did you rank I, the newest Ghostbusters as, Nick? I'm sorry. Low four. Low four. That's right. Okay. Gotcha. Low four. All right, B, go ahead. So, so Matt threw out this challenge, and I hadn't seen the new one yet. So I actually, and this is kind of cool. So the original Ghostbusters came out last Friday. So it's a shout out to their anniversary. I didn't even know that, honestly, when I challenged it. I just, I love Ghostbusters that much. Well, it's kind of cool because you challenged it. That was Thursday night that we recorded. We turn around Friday. I watched all three. And I didn't even realize it was Ghostbusters Day, you know? (laughs) And it was like, freaking awesome, dude. So I started by watching the new one. Um, And I will admit, um, unlike Nick, I did regret watching it. Um, I actually turned around and watched one and two to wash the taste out of my mouth from the new one. Wow. With that being said, with that being said, it is not a tier five for me. It is a tier four and it makes a tier four to to me for two very specific reasons. Leslie Jones kills it. Um, I really love everything she does. I'll even, I love watching her on Twitter. And yeah. just reading her tweets while she Leslie watches. Jones is unabashedly unapologetic amazing. about how Love amazing of a human being she is. She's she's awesome. Um, and, she has a powerful personality. I love it so. And good. and Kevin, Kevin like makes that movie, dude. Holy <laughs> hell, dude! Do you like this photo of me playing the saxophone oh or listening to the saxophone? I love that. La- you, I cried at that moment in the theater when that came. He was so hey, he was so good in that movie. Like <laughs> I, oh my god, dude! Like I was laughing just so so hysterically um, because of him. Um, with that being said, like I, I hated Melissa McCarthy in the movie. Did not care for her. <laughs> did not care for uh, Kate McKinnon. Uh, didn't didn't really. They just didn't do it for me. There was it was like. So the great thing about Ghostbusters one, is you only had one person cracking jokes. You had Bill Murray crack, cracking jokes, and that was it. It was very balanced in its serious kind of serious scientific almost approach, right? with Ray and Egon. And then you have uh, Bill Murray, like cracking the jokes to kind of lighten the mood. Yeah. This was just, it was like every other thing was a joke. And and that's what killed the movie for me is, is it just didn't do it for me. So it's a four um, Ghostbusters one solid, solid high tier two. Um, you could convince me to put it in tier one. I, I think you could probably talk me into it, but it's definitely a tier two arguably could be a tier one love the movie um ghostbusters two for me is a three um and probably a low three because there's not enough winston in that movie okay. sorry there you go <laughs> uh and the original ghostbusters i see thanks for fact checking for us dude vigo the carpathian uh is thank our vigo thank you dude appreciate you on that one um and we're still getting so we pretty much agreed on that first one we're getting a lot of people yeah, Nick, you and I place with these um here's the thing so you guys agree on tier two with Ghostbusters one. And I think you are all super, both of you are terribly wrong. It okay. is a tier one. It is a hundred percent a tier one film um, because it does something that so few movies fail at doing. And it's something that we really haven't been able to get in, until since the eighties. And this was kind of an eighties thing. And it really only happened with maybe gremlins was one of the other films, but we had a film that had comedian actors in it 
that was actually a phenomenal acted film that had horror, that had scary moments, that had thrills, jumps, all those different things, but still did almost everything correct. I honestly, that film right there, Ghostbusters was, and you know, I'm a little rose colored glasses. I'm going to admit I'm a little biased towards it, but Ghostbusters one is absolutely tier one legendary film. If you stuck me on an Island and I could only have one film the rest of my life, the first Ghostbusters is absolutely it. Um, Rick Moranis, I mean, just amazing in the film, you you know, Bill Murray at his absolute best. Um, But here's the thing. You guys are missing the best part of this. Sigourney Weaver, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sigourney Mm -hmm. is is my woman, the love of my life. Um, Between her and Princess Leia, young Matt was made a man with these women. So uh, I love them both so much. Absolutely. I, I cannot say. I honestly, I struggle to let people try to convince me that there's better movies out there than the first Ghostbusters. Okay. Uh, I think Rose from Star yeah. Wars is going to be jealous, man. And I'm totally okay she with should that. Be. She should be. She should be jealous because Sigourney Weaver wins every time. So, um, even though I love me, uh, I'll, uh, Kate, Katie Mar- or Marie, whatever her name is, I can't think of her right now, Kellyanne Marie, uh, who, by the way, is getting a lot of crap on the internet right now, and I feel bad for her. She's actually quit social media. Uh, shout out to Kellyanne Marie. You're way better than everybody out there who takes it out on you uh, because it was not your fault that movie was that bad or that they think it was. Uh, you are a phenomenal actress. Keep up what you're doing and keep being amazing because you are a super amazing, positive person. And that's enough for my Kellyanne Marie rant. Second, Ghostbusters 2. Yes. Uh, tier three, uh, good film, not great film. Uh, I kind of liked the slime thing. I liked the, the pink slime when they're yelling at it in the courtroom and screaming at it and calling it names. They're making it dance later on in the film. Uh, good stuff. I, I liked it. Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters. It is a high three, early two for me for a couple of reasons. Um, first off, once again, I have very rose colored glasses and anything you would have given me Ghostbusters at that time, I probably would have loved. Um, the thing is, is I'm a huge fan of Kate McKinnon. I'm a huge fan of Leslie Jones. And I thought those two did amazing, amazing things in that film. I love what the women did in that flick. Um, I really enjoyed them bringing that back and trying to keep a great, uh, feel for that film. And Chris Hemsworth was awesome. I thought he was a great compliment to there. And I, I love the gender swap with uh, him and, and, and Annie Potts. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I, I dug that. I really did. So um, for me, uh, Kate McKinnon, Leslie Jones, those SN, that SNL crew with Kirsten Wig crushed. And you know what? Melissa McCarthy, people can say what they want to say about her. I honestly think she, she had a little bit of a better job in this film that she's had in a long time and i'm actually looking forward to some of her stuff later this year she's gonna be a little bit more serious and i think it's time for her to break out of her slapstick role and uh and pull a bit of a jim carrey on us and hopefully get some serious stuff get some better acting in there uh i'm looking forward to seeing what she has to come uh because i, I think it's time for her to get out of those shoes so so where did you rank that i'm, I'm giving it a tier two. Oh my tier two yeah i'm giving it above the second ghostbusters wow. yeah we we always say friends don't let friends quest alone, but brother, you're gonna have to make that <laughs> quest on your own, man. I, I, I highly highly disagree with Matt there. I I will say, I, I think I think I would have been okay with Kate McKinnon's character if Kristen Wiig played a little bit more serious, and if Melissa McCarthy wasn't in the movie, I I would have been okay with I would have okay been okay with her quirkiness. 
like the quirkiness of that character because there wasn't any other like like i said about ghostbusters one it was balanced because you had bill murray cracking jokes and everything else was serious and this one it was just like laughs the entire time and leslie jones ends up being the only serious person in the movie you know uh, but, well, no, and I think Leslie Jones was doing just as much as anybody else. Um, and, and here's the thing. This will be a great debate for our show on Quest for 100. Uh, it will be a continuing theme, I feel, because I, I really did like what they did with Ghostbusters 2. And like I said, I liked the fight. I liked the different style phaser weapons or the I didn't photon like weapons. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I loved that. so much of what was going on in there. And honestly, like I said, I, I did see it with a little bit of rose-colored goggles on that because... I, I remember hearing the music that they redid and remastered from the original with Ray Parker, um, what Ray Parker Jones, uh, I can't think of his name right now. Um, Sounds familiar. Ray Parker, Ray Parker <laughs> Jr. I don't know why I said Jones, Ray Parker Jr. But um, hearing that music, hearing those sounds, like it brought in those nostalgia feels. I mean, it, it, it made me enjoy what I was watching that much more because I loved how they recreated so much of those things that were still familiar to me, which I, I really liked. So I really did enjoy it. Yeah, I see you. I'll give you that as well. That, well, that not that song, but just the some of the remixed music, not the Fallout Boy version. Sorry, stop, stop crushing my dreams, bro. Stop trying to stop trying to <laughs> stop crushing me like that. <laughs> uh, I'm actually not too surprised that you almost gave it a two. I, I'm really not surprised. I, I liked it. I really did. I was calling people up, and I was like, "Dude, it's way better than you think it's going to be." I, I, maybe I went in with really low expectations, and I was afraid of how they were going to ruin this franchise. And I thought they did a great job. I thought they, I thought they did a. I want more of the new Ghostbusters. So, I like I said, I can get behind like the story's good. I, you said the gadgets are good. Um, all of that was fine. Like I didn't have a problem with the right. What I had a problem with was like the amount of jokes. That were in okay. the movie. Yeah, for sure. like I'll give you that. Ghostbusters, the third Ghostbusters is a comedy. I wouldn't classify Ghostbusters one and two necessarily as a comedy. Okay. Does I'll, it have I'll a comedy in it? It does, but it's yeah. not genre comedy. Yeah, it's it's no. not slapstick by any means. No, I'll give you that. I'll and they made it that, and that's kind of that's what disappointed me. That's all I'm saying. Like, and and I think it's could Melissa McCarthy have done a different character if the writing had been written that way probably and i would have loved to see them like take that stance but i just felt like it was catered to the maybe it was catering to the snl crowd of like we're gonna put these you know these these amazing comedians in here and let them go with it and it just i don't know i didn't like that vibe that was the, but that's the only complaint i will say i have about the movie is the well, Right. And you're totally fair to say that because, and like I said, the, really, the, there's only a couple of movies that have ever mastered that balance of scary horror type mm -hmm. films and having laughter on them. And like I said, Ghostbusters, are, the original is that guy. Yep. Um, and then also, like I said, I think Gremlins mastered a lot of that as well. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think those were released in the same year. I think those were both like 1983 or four or five, maybe something like that. They were all released with, in that Goonies. time period. Goonies kind of had a crazy I want to say 82. Comedy too. Yeah, you know, and Goonies, you know, and Goonies, you know, rather than being in the horror side, you know, and that kind of stuff in the ghost vibe, they kind of did the action adventure vibe that's of that, right? And and but the the comedy came because you had great characters. Yeah. And that's what was really nice about the first Ghostbusters film. And I think you're right. The, the newest Ghostbusters, they they made a comedy film and tried to sprinkle in some ghost stuff. Yeah. Where, you know, and I think that's where a lot of these movies miss, you know, like Club Dread, you know, one of the 
most highly sought after sequels with Broken Lizard after their Crusher Super, you know, Super Troopers and Beer Fest. And they screwed up Club Dread for the most part, too, because they could not balance that horror and comedy. They tried to make a comedy flick with some horror aspects instead of making a great, scary movie with just really good actors and great lines in it. And I I think you're right. I think, you know, some of the um, people in this or, you know, in the chat room, especially right now, is going nuts around some of this, which I love as well. Vankman and Winston are getting a huge amount of love. The only movie that I think really captures some of that, and I wish it was a little bit better. It didn't really do a great job. I wish it was a little bit of a better movie. But Adam Scott and Krampus uh, recently, last couple, like two years ago, did a really good job yes. of capturing some of those horror film styles and just having some comedy thrown in there. So I agree with that. Hmm. I mean, have you seen Krampus uh, Beacon? Oh, no, I haven't. It's, it's different. Give it a, give it a shot. Give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's different. It's different. Yeah, Krampus was good at it. I liked it. I, it. I liked the feel. It, just, it's, it, it, it's, didn't, it didn't execute at a high level towards the end there. But we're bringing Krampus into conversation with Ghostbusters, and that's not fair to Krampus. It's not fair to Ghostbusters. So um, I think with yeah. that being said, we are we are hitting our hour, though, man. Yeah, I think it's that time right. to kind of wrap this guy up. Our, our chat room is uh, having a ton of fun. They're also talking about some other things that uh, if you're missing, you don't get a seat because you're not here. So uh, we do want to shout out everybody there. Pride in, Red Me Paw, IC Super, Jack. You guys are fantastic and awesome. And yes. thank you all so much for tuning in. And everybody else who's out there right now that hasn't been chiming in but is watching, we really do appreciate you. Yeah, thanks for stalking us. We, we love it. We appreciate it. Absolutely. And, you know, if you, and if, you like, if you like what you've heard, you know, this, this, this smaller quest, this smaller journey we've been on over the last hour. If you really enjoy this, um, make sure you check out the podcast regularly. Um, it's usually about two, two episodes a month, um, depending on what big movies have come out. And if we do any spoiler casts, um, and it's quest for 100 quest for 100 on iTunes or Stitcher. Uh, you can also go to the, our website, mouse-corp.com. There's links there as well. Um, you can also check out the plethora of podcasts that we have, uh, including Malice Corp Smack Talk, which is all about the wrestling. We, I talked about that earlier. We have Nerd Mosh Pit, which Nick is a big part of, um, along with Kenny and Matt. And it's an amazing, amazing cast that I look forward to listening to every week. It's one of those things that's on my list. And as soon as it rolls around, I got a new episode. I'm listening to it. Um, yep. And a new episode, actually, 34 just posted today. So go yes. and check out Nerd Mosh Pit, man. Yeah. 33. We we also have TV talks. So we have yep. TV talks and we're going to be returning with, um, we're going to be talking some preacher uh, coming up soon. We got preacher season three starting here uh, in one week. Um, see lots of, lots of great stuff happening this summer. Make sure you check it all out. Again, the website, www.malice-corp.com. Um, check us out on Twitter at quest for movies. You can also follow malice corp at malice corp. You can follow the cast at malice cast. Uh, you can follow me at Beacon underscore Malice Corp um, here or on PlayStation Network. I'm still playing Monster Hunter, almost at 300 hours, big, hop, big pop of Matt. Longest I've ever committed to a video game in my life. Um, and I still love it. And it's great. You're very welcome for that. And actually right now, E3 sale, that is um, $39 on PlayStation Network right now for the original version of Monster Guys, Hunter World. It is worth it. It is worth the money. You will easily put 
time into that that game. You, it's an it easy way to spend 100 plus hours into a video game, and yeah. 39 bucks is an absolute steal for it right now. Yes. I highly recommend it. it. It will not disappoint. Yeah. With that being said, uh, Nick, Nick, where can we find you, man? Raider0314 on PlayStation Network and also on Twitter. Nice. And for me, I'm the Big Papa Matt. You guys can find me on malice.com. You can also find me on Twitter at the Big Papa Matt. You can also follow our other podcast that was not mentioned tonight, um, Comics for All. It's been a ton of fun. We just got episode four out. It should be posted here very shortly as well. Um, We really do appreciate the time and love you guys give us, all the five-star reviews, everything you send out for us. We really can't tell you how much we appreciate your time. Everybody in the chat room, everybody out there on the internet, uh, hit us up if you want to join any of the conversations. Follow us on Twitter tags that are sitting right here on our screen as well. And lastly, if you want to play any of PlayStation, come beat me up in Overwatch or Monster Hunter or whatever that is. Son of Maku, S-O-N-O-F-M-A-K-U. Uh, that's also my uh, Snapchat handle if you want to see me doing terrible things at movie theaters or, uh, con- or at conventions. So you're welcome to join me on that as well. So uh, we really do appreciate all the love and feedback, you guys. Um, thank you so much for the time and everything here on the show. It's been fun taking over. I'm so happy you guys uh, don't like mess being on there and you guys enjoy us <laughs> showing up. Hashtag messed out of the booth uh, and we'll get you guys running on it. So we do appreciate you guys. Although he'll, don't worry if you do like him, he'll be back next week. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we love you mess. Hope you're having a great night with that. Uh, friends don't let friends quest alone never and have a great one peace then let us be rid of it once and for all it's a dangerous business frodo going out your door you step onto the road and if you don't keep your feet there's no knowing where you might be swept off to bye bye boys have fun storming the castle think it'll work it would take a miracle Bye bye